Hello, I'm Head of School Brent Bell, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, it is my pleasure to be talking with Science Department Chair Owen Kinney. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Good morning, Owen. Good morning, Brent. Well, let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about uh, how long you've been at Darlington and uh, more importantly, sort of uh, your, a little bit about your background and, and how you got here. Okay. Uh, well, I've been at Darlington since 1999. Uh, this is my first full-time teaching job. Uh, before this, I was a TA at University of Georgia. Uh, and then before that, I worked at the Savannah River Ecology Lab, which is a Department of Energy facility located on the Savannah River site, along with, I guess, seven defunct nuclear reactors. So I did that for a couple of years and spent some time working at the University of Michigan as well, doing field work. Uh, but yeah, that before I got here, that's that's pretty much my, my history. I did go to Roswell High School, and, and then I went to Berry College, and then I went to grad school in ecology at the University of Georgia. So what, what led you to uh, the transition to, to secondary school, and, and uh, how'd you find Darlington, or how did Darlington find you? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't really know uh, that I wanted to teach right away. But I did a lot of environmental outreach when I was an undergraduate at Barry. Did a lot of school presentations. In fact, that's how I met my wife, Rebecca. So uh, I really enjoyed working with younger kids, um, but I also enjoyed a little bit uh, more advanced material. Uh, so I, I decided I, I was gonna try to do uh, teaching in college, but you know, when I, when I came back to Rome, we were visiting some friends and uh, one of the parents, uh, Mary Niedrak, uh, who was also a, a very famous kindergarten teacher, told us that there were, you know, we should take a look at Darlington because her kids were here. Uh, and so I came and visited uh, with a student, uh, Luke Farmer, and I don't know, I just, I just loved it. And they had positions, uh, they had a position teaching uh, environmental science, which was kind of my thing. Um, so yeah, and biology. So I just went ahead and and went for it. Uh, it was it was it was an inter- interesting first year. Do you remember uh, anything about uh, any highlights of that first year? Uh, yeah, I coached soccer uh, with Craig Schmidt. That in and of itself was an adventure. Uh, I do remember teaching off an overhead projector uh, pretty much every day. I'm sure it was really boring, uh, but I did <laughs> drag the kids outside quite a bit. Uh, and it's funny, this past weekend at Alumni Weekend, I met uh, 20-year reunion folks. They were my first class of ninth graders. Okay. Uh, so I had a good time talking with them and kind of looking back on that whole experience through a different lens uh, than my own. Great, great. So 24 years then, you've been here. Right. And um, still, I guess, your only full-time teaching job. Yes, um, and uh, and that that uh, what you've done here is uh, probably changed and grown lots over the uh, that that period of time. Yes, um, and so you know, obviously, we're talking a little bit about uh, today about the science department and and being chair of the science department. Uh, how long have you been chair of the science department? Can you do you recall? Uh, 
I want to say about eight years. Okay. But then I was sort of part partly in charge back to about ten years. So it's I, it sort of runs together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And who was your predecessor as chair of the department? Uh, Phil Titus. Phil Titus. So you took over for for Mr. Titus. Yes. Uh, so tell us a little bit about today's science department and, and what it means to be the chair uh, of the science department. I am really fortunate to have the people that I have. We've made some staffing changes over the past, I guess, five years, six years. Uh, and we've uh, balanced our gender ratio pretty well. Uh, and the the ladies that we hired, especially, you know, Barbara uh Cookoff, uh, Monisha Patel, uh, Jacqueline Haynes uh, have made a huge difference in our department, adding to uh, Mike Hudson and uh, Brendan Leeser and myself. And then we have excellent faculty that we just hired in the middle school that I'm also in charge of, and that would be uh, Riley Thomas and Christy Archer. Uh, we, we have, we're in a really great place right now. Our conversations as a department are, are fantastic. We have a lot of expertise, uh, especially in the upper school and certain subject areas, physics, engineering, chemistry, uh, ecology. And then in the, in the middle school, we have a great balance of a very experienced teacher with Christy and a brand new teacher with Riley. And the interchange between them uh, it is, really, is really paying dividends right now. And I think it's only going to get better moving forward. So one of the um, new, I guess, aspects of, of your role, um, and maybe it's sort of a back to the future in some ways, who knows, yeah. but uh, these, these things seem to, to evolve all the time, is that the science department really incorporates 6th through 12th grade, right? Uh, so, so middle grades and upper school. Um, what are your hopes uh, for Darlington science students? Well, let me start by saying the best thing we can hear from a student, especially a graduating senior, is that they would love to major in science uh, and that they, when they come back to say, yeah, I really had a great time in my science classes in college. I felt like a lot of it was a review from what we were taught uh, when we were at Darlington. So what, what I would love to hear uh, from students, especially a successful science student, uh, is that they feel prepared for college uh, and that we've ignited in them a passion to learn, uh, but also a passion to just continue to ask questions uh, and to think critically about what they hear in the media, uh, especially, uh, to try to attack things that stand for science but aren't really science, um, and to put the skills to work that we uh, hammered into them over the four years, Mm -hmm. or over the six years. Do you... um you mentioned uh, we've just come off alumni weekend. Did you have any of those conversations? I did uh, with alumni this recently. Yeah, that yeah. you can share. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> talked to a lot of people uh, and then engaged with some alumni like Kristen Rachel's uh, and Thomas Gatliff. We talked to them for a long time. Uh, Kristen about her. Uh, her role as like a recruiter for a lot of scientific or a lot of um, tech industries and things like that. So it was good to hear from her how she put her people skills and her networking skills to work in a career. Also talked to Sarah Mooney who graduated. Oh boy, maybe twenty. Maybe this was her twentieth reunion mm-hmm. uh, about 
about what she does as an occupational therapist, how she has a good grounding in science, thanks to Darlington. Um, yeah, and then of course I had a bunch of five-year students, mm-hmm. including uh, Oliver Wong, uh, who are in graduate school right now, uh, studying technical things. He was mm-hmm. a robotic student, went to the world championship with us in, in St. Louis back in 2015. So yeah, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I talk to. Uh, Grover Brown is another one who graduated, I think, in '09. Okay, 15 years ago, <laughs> whatever that is. Anyway, he's a I guess '08 would be 15, right? Yeah, '08. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a professor at Jack State, a herpetologist, and mm-hmm. really a friend of mine for since he was a student here. He and I were friends when he was a student here because he's very into reptiles and amphibians and he went on to do some work with me in Michigan and then uh, has been mm-hmm. gotten his PhD and all that stuff. Great. Those are always fun conversations, uh, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. It's fantastic to hear feedback from folks uh, and I love to ask them about what college is like because it informs me and the rest of the people in the science department about when we hear things like, well, this is what you're going to get in college. We like to test those assumptions, mm-hmm. and we like to hear it from the horse's mouth. So sometimes that's a question I know we ask Riley Thomas, who just got out of college, who's our um, eighth grade science teacher. What is it really like there? You know, what what kind of what kind of classes do you have, and are we preparing you for that? And and so just to to play off of that a little bit, tell us a little bit how that fits uh, the curricular choices uh, that the school makes, and uh, and how we. Uh, you and, and the department lead in that manner, and, and probably particularly for for listeners who aren't uh, really closely involved with the school, mm-hmm. that probably the physics in the ninth grade would be a, a probably a centering curricular piece of yeah. of that conversation. Yeah. So let's start with ninth grade, and we'll go backwards first. <clears throat> uh, we go in sixth grade. It goes earth science, life science, physical science. So. If you're a student from middle grades and then you start in ninth grade, uh, it puts you in a really good position to do well in our ninth grade physics class. Uh, but also the physics class that we offer to ninth graders is is ready for anyone. Uh, it's just a fundamental kind of hands-on look at the physical world behind us. It's, it's everything that's going on from Newtonian physics to sound, light, uh, you name it. We, we do lots of stuff through projects, through a little bit of quantitative work, just enough to leverage the skills they've built over their middle school um, math courses and science courses. We try to use those skills to get people to see what's going on behind the scenes. And I think when we're done, the greatest thing is everyone will have taken a physics class, which before we did ninth grade physics, Many people graduated without a physics class. They, would, they may have had physical science in eighth grade, but they didn't have a high school level physics class. And I think that's a great challenge for everybody. It's something that they got to get used to. They may not be a science major in college, but the brain exercise and the challenge of physics, I think is, a, is an opportunity great. that we all have embraced and it's been going well. Excellent. One of the, the, the testaments to uh, a lot of what you've talked about, the, the quality of the teachers, the uh, curricular opportunities, is how many students here take more science classes than are required of them. Yes. And uh, multiple AP courses, junior, senior year, mm-hmm. uh, really pushing themselves and, and wanting to take, uh, you know, not only a particular class, say AP Biology, but also 
a class with Mr. Kinney or a class with Mr. Hudson. Uh, and that's really, um, really exciting and a really great uh, testament to the work of the department. So I guess I would just uh, ask then this question. So what are you thinking about for the future? What's, what do you, what's on your mind? Uh, what are the questions the department is asking? Uh, and, and maybe even some of the answers that you're getting from these conversations with uh, Riley Thomas and other alums about kind of where the, the department is thinking next. Okay, so there's, there's a lot. Uh, but, but one thing I'm hearing especially and seeing from our more advanced students is that they tend to be taking so, a lot of sciences and math classes and then we're, we're creating sort of a vacuum uh, in the senior year where we're really looking for ways to challenge them uh, from a science, from a STEM perspective really. And so uh, things like the Senior Ventures Program, we're looking to try to push them towards some kind of individual work, something where they can really reach and try something new. Uh, because we're, there, some of them are maxing out on our courses, despite the fact that we offer every AP science level, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we just have enough agility uh, as, a, as a department because of our size to really offer so many courses. Uh, that kids just take advantage of it because a lot of parents want that and a lot of students see that there's a lot of opportunity in STEM fields and so they're really pushing it. Uh, when you look at you know folks like Tony King offering an anatomy class and a pretty advanced one at that, that's a, it's a great road into healthcare. So she's already started um, like a, 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 it's part of a national club for uh, healthcare oriented students and she's taking them on trips and meeting as a club and really getting together and finding out you know can we, if kids are really interested in this can we help guide them to the correct major or to show them enough of the different healthcare options so that they have a path because I think we all know that if a student goes into college and they know what they really like and they know what they want to do they're probably going to have a pretty high success rate. So and we're and it doesn't matter whether it's healthcare or environmental science or physics or robotics or whatever. Uh, I feel like we do a really good job of opening their eyes to things that go way beyond the core curriculum, which is just biology, chemistry, physics. We we can we have we go beyond that, and I think we really uh, are overlapping quite a bit with a lot of the first and second year classes in college, regardless of whether it's AP. Great. Excellent. Excellent. Anything else you'd like to share about the science department before we finish with a little bit of uh, rapid fire questions for you? Uh, no, just I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next year uh, working with Al Shorey and trying to come up with some ways to really dovetail what we do with the math department uh, on a skills level. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's one thing, vertically aligning everything and making sure that we can build you know, the perfect science student when they walk out of here. Okay. Well, we're going to, we're going to, you ready for a little lightning round? A few yes. rapid fire questions. Okay. I'm sitting up straight. I'm ready. All right. And, and, uh, you know, as many, many people know, and if, if, if you don't, uh, Mr. Kenny's role and roles here at the school are, are expansive. And so hopefully we'll be able to hit a, on a couple of those here in the lightning round. Uh, but we've also got some general uh, questions uh, as well. So first one up, uh, what house are you a part of? Uh, Cooper. All right, member of Cooper House. Uh, what is your favorite rumpus event? Uh, the fear fact, I don't know what we call it, the eating food. 
Okay, Fear Factor, the yeah. eating food one. Okay, great. Uh, what would you say is the best school trip or student trip you've ever planned? Oh, definitely the trip to the Golden Isles, Jekyll Island. That's going on 20, 23 years that we've done that. All right, tell us a little bit more about that. That's just taking seniors that are in the zoology classes on a bird birding scavenger hunt where we create teams and we competitively search for bird species over a long weekend, covering all kinds of habitats along the Georgia coast, and just hanging out and having a good time. Why should students join the robotics team? Uh, because I think if they work really hard, they can basically get a job out of high school. They, they, I have some students right now that are in 11th and 12th grade that are seriously at a college level of computing uh, and writing, you know, writing code and being able to really troubleshoot on a level that is beyond, you know, I, certainly any high school student I have seen. So I, I'm, I'm really proud of that group. And so I would love to have more people uh, with that kind of feather in their hat going into college. Great. What's your, your favorite robotics memory? Robotics team memory, I guess. Uh, well, I guess it was uh, winning the Inspire Award, which is the highest award in the state of Georgia. That was back uh, in uh, 2017, and my two, my two sons were on that team. So very cool. That was great. Very cool. Uh, what is something about you that might surprise our listeners? Uh, you know, I love photography, uh, and so I, I do a lot of that. I love sharing that with the general public. So. I like to think my classroom goes beyond. We, we just started an Audubon Society uh, last year in Rome, and so it's kind of a fledgling endeavor right now. Uh, but we do, we are gathering all the bird nerds and all the nature nuts um, of any age uh, into one place so we can have field trips and things, and we schedule those on Saturdays and Sundays through the CUSA Audubon Society. All right, awesome. All right, last one. What is your... Where is your favorite place on campus? Oh, uh, it's got to be the creek behind Cooper House. I love, take. I do the Nature Nuts camp and I love bringing kids down there, uh, catching snapping turtles and soft shell turtles and crayfish and yeah, that, that's, I've been doing that my entire life and it just feels good. Awesome, awesome. Well, Owen, thanks very much for uh, your time, and uh, we're excited to, to share about uh, the science department and all the other things that you have going on. Really appreciate uh, all the great work that you do here at, at Darlington on behalf of our students, and thank you listeners uh, for joining us today as well. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. If you ever have any questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.